what podcast is this anyway? What, po- what are we on? What are we listening to? Welcome to the On The Go Healthy Primates Colby K audio experience. Started as the Healthy Primate. I tried to change it to the On The Go audio experiment because I've got so much stuff going on, or audio experience, and iTunes won't let me change it. It keeps the, the Healthy Primate. I don't want to confuse people. Anyway. Welcome to another podcast, regardless of what we call it. You're here. I'm here. We are here together. In 2015, roughly, I got turned on to podcasting. I started listening regularly, and I I started to immediately pick out people I liked to kind of consume, Tim Ferriss being one of those. In the middle of building out the Healthy Primate, which was a supplement health and wellness company that I built based on really trying to understand how our bodies produce the hormones that cause stress. And I started a podcast series. I listened to Tim and I thought, gosh, I really like that approach of being able to bring in subject matter experts. I'll put a different spin on it. I'll put my flair to it. Um, you know, we all have different personalities. It's what makes us who we are. And started a podcast. Started mine in 2015. We were getting a few million downloads, I think, in total for that whole series I did. And then I took a break. And as I came back to it, it's the, you know, the importance of audio and how people consume audio. I started slicing up old content that I'd done and then producing new shows like this one. And the audio platform is such a powerful tool to consume, to learn, to engage on. Not everybody can watch a video in their car. Not everybody has the opportunity to um, to sit down in front of a, maybe a television or a, uh, if you've got a vlog series. So audio is an amazing way to consume data. Recently, I was asked to headline and be part of what is called the Outlier Podcast Festival in St. George, Utah, coming up May 11th and 12th in uh, this month. It's super excited about being there. And the founder of the event, his name is Ever, and then my buddy Bryce did a live interview with me uh, yesterday where we talked about kind of the power of podcasting, what it means to me, and some of the things I'll be talking about. So I'd like to uh, slice slice up some of that audio. I wanted to share our conversation with you, and I'll put some links in the show notes to where if you're in that area, and come out and see us. We'll have a few hundred people there. The stage is just an amazing group of people that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. I've been around the industry for a long time, and they're all, every one of them has so much value to deliver. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode with the Outlier Podcast crew. And the question is, if you die today, what dreams, what ideas, What talents, what books, what music, what leadership, what voice will die with you? You are listening to the On The Road Podcast with your host, Colby K. We are live inside of the books. We are We are live. We're, we're, all we're of the books that's right hey live into the facebook hi fbi Let's guys 
Hey, this is, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got uh, um, a lot of uh, people asking about getting you on Facebook, uh, one of our Facebook live sessions. Colby, so we're excited. I've been, about- I've been on Facebook one time. <laughs> yeah. It's a fad. It's like I think I saw it. You were really prolific. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is uh, day four of this live streaming stuff that we're doing in the countdown for the Outlier Podcast Festival. We've had a good few days. Now we have the man, the myth, the legend, Kobe K. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, fellas? I'm honored to be here. Yeah. let's. Uh, you're coming down to Outlier Podcast Festival, uh, May 11th, St. George, Utah. You can go to outliercs.com. That's outliercs.com for information. Check out the lineup. It's going to be amazing. But, Kobe, you're going to be our closing keynote. Man, you're going to bring the house down. We're excited I, about it. I'm, I'm honored to have that space. It's, I don't want to give too much away. It's um, people that have gone to events and see speakers, and then you've gone to concerts. It's not a speaking thing. Like uh, it's, it's an event. So I, I'm honored to be able to come on. I look at the lineup, and it's just friends and comrades, people I've known for a super long time. And to continue the message from the day and the theme of the day, it's an honor to be able to kind of close that out. And I'm super looking, looking, really looking forward to it. Good. Hey, listen, a lot of the people that are coming to the event know you, right? You're one of the big draws that, that uh, are attracting people to it. But for those that are either live now or are going to be listening to this later on, why don't you introduce yourself uh, uh, real quick? So I'm, a, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, father, husband at the core. Um, that's what I do. And it's, you know, a, a couple kind of, if you look at my bio, if you were to kind of unpack all of that stuff, I spent, I was born and raised in Salt Lake City, born in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I'm a, a child of a broken home. Parents got divorced, worked really, really hard. I was raised on two hardworking parents in love. We just didn't have any money or have anything. Bounced around a lot, moved around a lot. Um, got into the music business and kind of defaulted into this entertainment director in Salt Lake City during the 2002 Olympics. And from that, continued my music, kind of, I thought music was going to be it. Got married young, got divorced, had a baby. And in that process, I had full custody of my daughter. She was one. And being a rock star, being on the road and producing music and touring, as much as I loved it, and it took me a long time to get there. It's just not as conducive to being a dad. So I moved to Phoenix. I sold everything, moved to Phoenix, got into corporate America. I won't give too much of that story away because we're going to talk about some of this on stage. But moved to uh, moved to Phoenix and put together a bunch of resumes, got into corporate IT, like you know, technology sales. And it's not that I had some inherent skill set or I was smarter or better than anybody. I just I worked really hard. So I said, put me next to the top performers. How do they do what they do? How can I do it? And I just came before everybody came in and I stayed till everybody left, man. And I just outworked everybody. So first it was monetary. Like, how do I make money? Cause I didn't have money growing up. Then I got to a six figure it was a goal was hit six, six figures. And then it was, uh, my goal was I want to be the youngest executive at a fortune 500 company. So as a shareholder and then a director level, that was executive at, at the two companies I worked at. Um, I did that. And my claim to fame there was I built a a $500 million business inside a Fortune 500 company focused on technology. And um, I managed a million dollar kind of uh, P&L for just for marketing activities for companies like Microsoft, HP, Apple, Cisco, Dell, IBM, all the big ones. I learned how to write software um, on YouTube, watch YouTube videos and bought some online classes, built a software company left my corporate gig after all of this time of finally getting to success. <laughs> and 
uh, raised 10 million in capital, we had a million in business, raised 10 million in capital, and I, I got sued and lost everything. That's where most of the people know me from is that moment. Because what happened is, is, is this big transition. As I had stuff, dude, I, I never, I'm not a flossy guy. Like I don't floss the stuff I have. So you would not know the, the I, when I did buy the new BMW, I did, um, I took a picture of the license plate, which says grateful. So like, when I have stuff, I don't floss stuff. And I didn't share those things. So what I did share though, is when I got sued, I lost everything. And I had, cause I have a plan B, I built this business and that was it. Leaving corporate America, you know, I had remarried four kids total and like telling my wife I'm leaving. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to that story. My story started with most people is like, I picked up the phone, turned on the video and had in my kitchen, had a bunch of boxes behind me. And power was going out, wife had left, and I was losing everything I knew. And I said, this is where my journey will start. My journey will start when I'm losing everything. And here's what I know is I'm super resilient. I understand business dynamics. I understand marketing dynamics. And I'm going to take you on a journey, and I'm going to show you what I do and how I do it. And we'll build some things, and I'll just take you all along. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll share that with you. In, in the middle of that, I, I built a, uh, we built a supplement company. Um, that's where my first podcast really got started called the healthy primate started uh, there and haven't looked back. I, I've helped over 2000 entrepreneurs take ideas and do something with them. I've produced over 14,000 and right now probably 14,050 pieces of content in 14 years over social media on the five major platforms. Um, I don't know a lot of people that can say they've been that consistent on social media for that long. And um, today, so I've been sharing that story. And today I run a, a work in a film studio called Meat Cleaver Studios, which is a sister company of a company called Quadmark as a studio head running what we call digital distribution. So helping people like the people are going to be there. How do you take your vision, slice that material up and then distribute that across, create multiple assets and spread that across social media to share your story? Because I believe more time than now we've got you know, you've gone through stuff ever like today, like you have just in the last six years, you've gone through something major and you're here. You made it Bryce. I know your story. I know you've gone through some heavy stuff in the last two years. And guess what? You made it. You are obligated because you survived yourself to start to share some of those stories because guess what? There's somebody in your network that's about to go through it. That doesn't think they're going to make it. And they don't know anybody else has gone through it. Cause we all think we've gone through it ourselves. Like we're on an Island and we're obligated to share that. So what I try to do from a business perspective is business marketing distribution of assets and help you tell your story through video across social media. You know, if you look at the lineup at, at the LA podcast festival, we have a lot of great people that are coming to speak and, and be panelists and things like that. There goes your light. That's motion sensor. You got to do some jumping jacks. I just want to tell you, you know, I just want to say Colby, your, yeah. your, your journey starts now. I'm in the dark. Help me. (laughs) One of our posts that we're in one of our planning rooms, one of the posted things is like flipped in front of the light switch. That's right. This is live. Anyway, uh, our lineup is is pretty amazing. The reason that we picked you to kind of close this whole thing out is exactly that your story. I mean, there's no fluff there. You've been, you've had success. You've had some failures. I think a lot of people are going to be able to, to resonate with your story as you kind of bring it all in throughout the whole event with all those other great stories and, and tidbits and, and well, think about this, dude, people that got into the podcasting. Why did you get into it? Most of you have no idea how to make money doing it. You're doing it because you like to do it. 
and you probably spent way too much time spending all this money buying all this gear. You didn't just start. You literally just started. To, like, I do mine on my headphones, dude. Like, yeah. I'm on the road. I've got, like, any content I do, I don't wait till it's perfect. I just start doing it. And sometimes it's muddy. Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it's really good and polished. And you look at it, and you, you yeah, I have to ask, why did I start doing this? I've got a message. I started, which is awesome, because most people don't get past that. They started. You all sound the same. Like, you all start sounding the same. You're talking about the same stuff and the same niches doing the same thing. How do you differentiate? Well, you differentiate through your experience and your story, but we've been told that the, we're, we're told that we're good and we're bad and the bad things can't, we got to suppress those and only focus on the good. If you do not focus on the dark, you can't, you can't embrace the light. I won't know what warmth is if I've never been cold. So what we've been told is to push that down. And if we push that down and suppress that, inherently it affects the polar opposite side of the thing that we're trying to put a bunch of energy into. And it offsets. As soon as you can embrace that, I'm not good nor bad. I'm a sum of those experiences. And I don't hide from those experiences. And I can come out and articulate what those experiences mean to me. That is when your show starts to grab breath. That's where the heart, that's where the blood, that's where the energy comes into differentiating yourself from anybody else, right? Good, good. Your, the, the fact that you're coming has created a lot of buzz for our beds, and I, I completely uh, see that and understand why, right? Bryce uh, is the one that introduced me to you. I mean, I knew about your events and the podcast and things like that, but when we really dug in, when Bryce said, hey, you need to have this guy uh, on your stage, is when I, I was like, he's, the, he's perfect. He's an outlier, right? He knows what he's doing. He's successful at it, but he's been on the opposite side too, where you know he's hustling. He's still hustling. Well, dude, I don't care how just, much money you're making. You're you're making it happen. Imagine this, man. The um, what is more? Do you have kids? Yes. That's right. You have two. You have, you have two, three daughters. You have two daughters. Bryce, how old are your kids now? Uh, they are 15, 13, 8, and sixteen. Okay, so you you both will be able to relate no matter how old your kids are. Let me ask you this question. What's more important, formula or diapers? They're both. What about having to put gas in your car or groceries in the fridge? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> being put in those scenarios uh, makes you do some really interesting things. I have not known a life outside of being put up against the wall. Yeah. Um, I, I was always the kid that was told you're never going to make it. And I never really gave anybody a reason not to believe them. So part of me has a chip on my shoulder. Um, the other it. part of me is there's this, this, I'm going to prove you wrong. And the other one is, I just, like I said, I'm relentless. Like I just don't give up. And you know, the, the, the science tells you this, man, you're wired the way you're going to be wired at about age 25, right? Whatever experiences have happened to you at age 25, you're kind of like, that's who you are. Bryce, we, you know, we talked about this on your show. The, um, unless something happens, one of three things, one, you've got sickness, right? You get sick. How many people do you know, like maybe have been diagnosed with cancer or even somebody who's in your family? Dude, that's devastating. It, like it changes families. People that either make it through or don't, it changes everybody around it. What about finances? Like losing a job. How many people do you know who lost a job and almost had a midlife crisis because they went bankrupt? That's and right. as much as we have savings, we're about two months away from like being on the streets. Oh. Yep. Right? So Great. there's that. And then the third one is breakups been through a bad divorce or been through like been cheated on or cheated on somebody or whatever, whatever that looks like in a relationship. We all know we've either done that or been part of that or know somebody who's been in that, been kind of a byproduct of that. If one of those three things happens, the way that our neurological system is set up, you will rewire. Now, if you take that into consideration, I've had all three of those things happen to me twice in two years. 
right? I got diagnosed with Lyme disease. Didn't know I had it for a year and it almost killed me. I, like, I couldn't physically get out of bed. I got arthritis in my blood. I can't shake hands hardly because it hurts, like bad. Went through this big financial thing, lost everything. Wife's like, I'm leaving. Lose all your money. It's like all these things happen. And it was like, I've only known like those types of scenarios. And it's never been, we all know somebody that you call them. And every time you talk to them, they're like, oh, I'm sick again. Or, oh, I lost a job. Or, oh, my tires are flat. Like we, it's usually a family member, right? Every time we talk to them, something's wrong. We all have plenty of opportunities to say what's broken. I just don't think that way. It's like, I am human and it hits me and I'm like, God, that really sucks. What I try to figure out is what's the lesson that I can learn from that? What can I share through that process? And how can I be stronger to get through the other side? Right. What, what's the learning? Cause I, I, I don't like to spend a whole lot of time saying, woe is me. And, um, and I'm honest about it. Right. I, I don't hide from my past. This is going to be, uh, I truly can't wait next week, man. You're going to be on the stage next week. I get in at Thursday night and I think I get in at like 10 o'clock. What I like about this is, and we kind of made it clear and kind of uh, put it out there to our, to our speakers that not only do we want you to come out to, and, and, you know, obviously grace us on the main stage with your message, but, but to kind of stick around and rub shoulders with a lot of our attendees and other speakers and panelists and things like that. And everybody on our lineup has said, I'm there not just for the half an hour to an hour that I'm on stage, but I'm there throughout the day and I'm going to be meeting people and hanging out with people. And yep. no doubt, no doubt that you said, absolutely, I'm going to be there and I'm going to hang out and rub shoulders and shake hands and kiss babies and all that good stuff. Uh, and, and so anyway, if you're listening, if you haven't signed up already, outliercs.com, outliercs.com, check out the lineup. We're going to have people like Kobe. Uh, and a few others that have come in. And again, not just from the main stage, but they're going to be in the audience. They're going to be hanging out during the breaks, during lunch. Uh, some of our, our meetups the night before, or the meetups uh, after the event, we're going to be all available. Come and meet and, and get to know these guys. But let, let me share this with you, dude. The, and, and how important this is to me personally. The uh, people that follow my, if you go to my YouTube channels or if you go to any of the videos, I give away just about everything for free. Like I don't ask for anything. I don't try to sell you stuff. It's literally just my experiences out, out to them to help. One of the things that at the end of last year, as all of these things were rebuilding, I looked at a big piece that was missing and it was service. What I mean by that was there are my friend, Tom Billiao, and I got this tattooed on my wrist after he spoke at the meltdown was he had a quote at one of our events. He said, information in equals ideas out. You're as good as you're ever going to be right now, physically, mentally, spiritually, like this is it. This is it. If you're okay with that, then cool. I'm not. I want to be better health-wise. I want to be smarter. I want to be able to give back. The more I get, the more I can give. As corny as that is, that's just how I'm wired. So for me, it was, what are the things I really, really want to acquire? Like, what are the skill sets I want to acquire this next year? How can I align myself with people and come from a place of service to learn that? Not come from a place of like, what can I get from people? But what can I give in return and what can I get? What, what level of service can I get and who can I surround myself with? Is it to finish my book? If I'm finishing my book, I want to be around New York Times bestselling authors multiple times over that are good at storytelling because I'm a storyteller. How, what do I, how do I help and connect with those people? Get in those circles, start to build good relationships. Next thing you know, like those are mentors and friends where I'm working with. Same thing with films. I'm, I've, done, I've made three, produced three films. I want to do more cool. stuff from behind the camera. Where do I go? I want to work with people that are doing films. For me, it's putting myself in a place of service. So when I cut any event that I go to, 
uh, whether I'm speaking or attending, first, you're making an investment. You're away from your family, and I have a ton of respect for that. You're away from your family. You're away from your business. You're spending money to be there. And the highest value you can ever get is somebody giving you a dollar of their hard-earned money for something in return. And I don't take that. That's not a responsibility I take lightly. I respect and honor that. The other part of that is as I'm coming to be on stage to be part of the education, I'm also coming to be educated. Uh, I, I shake hands. I want to be part of it. I'm learning. I'm consistently active. So for me, it's, I look at the lineup of people. There's some amazing people that are going to be there. They're friends, they're, they're comrades. They're people I look up to. Uh, they're people that I just want to hang out and have a beer with. It's, there's a ton of things to be said around the networking and the handshaking that comes from building these relationships online and then putting the, you know, my, my friend Dan Clark says belly to belly, like getting people <laughs> together. Yeah. Like there's something very powerful about that. So for me, there's a lot to be said about networking and I, I, I'm, I am as excited about the networking as I am about speaking. And I love Agreed. to, I love to speak. Agreed. You know, we at Outlier, we've been putting events together for the last four or five years and it's amazing. There, there's true magic that happens when ambitious, smart people get together, yep. right? We put, we put these events together, but then we kind of sit back and, and let it happen just because it's, good things come out of it and it makes me feel good. And that's why we continue to do it. Right. So these type of events don't make us a ton of money. Right. Sometimes we break even. I'm all right with that. Sometimes we have to put money in, which I'm all right with just because I get to meet people like you, right. The people that follow me get to hang out with, with uh, these entrepreneurs, these podcasters, these media influencers. That's good enough for me for this part of my business, for this part of my life. Right. I get paid back so much more uh, on the other side. So, so I'm good with that. Now, I know you didn't come on this to, to kind of plug your stuff, but I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about sure. your, your event coming up as well. You have a huge event coming up in, in Arizona. Let's talk about it. I do. It's uh, an event June 22nd to 24th. It's called Meltdown in the Desert. It, is, it takes social media influencers, uh, people that are interested in marketing, and people that are business owners, like from entrepreneurs to large enterprise that want to figure out how how to make a dent in the digital universe, right? That's how I say it is. And that's how I explain it to people. It's really not that it's, if you get, if you took Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins, put them in a blender and like poured out whatever came, that's what it is. It's like, I tell you that to get you in the room and then I shut the door and it's like, ha ha. And I just shake it up and it's everybody's crying and networking and you learn a ton. It's, it came from some time with Gary Vaynerchuk in London. So he had an opportunity to speak at one of the oldest boxing rings in London called York Hall. Gary was on stage. There was a bunch of us there. And it just immediately took me back to my days of being in the music business. And one of the first tours I worked on was the Equipment I Tour for Outcast, And it was right when they were just starting to scale. Ludacris was the headliner because he had radio hits with, uh, he had like four or five hits that were happening at that time. And I remember like the smaller venues of like, you know, a thousand people. And I just saw this and I was like, you know, you know what we're missing? We're missing a, because I didn't participate in those events at the time, a sales, a marketing, a so, like specifically the social media. There wasn't a sales event that was getting people that do business and have built business online, how they've influenced people, but peel that back and explain the hardships and how they did it, why they did it, not the tactics until the end. So explain what it was like to like have to dig change out of the couch before you married your wife. When you married your wife and you were selling water bottles by the side of the freeway, like why? Like explain that. Let's talk about that. And then we put together, you know, our social media reaches over, we'll hit well over 500. It's 500 million impressions from everybody that's involved. We hit a million impressions on the hashtag in 48 hours. That's cool. So it's one of those things where 
um, you know, we've got Dan Clark, who was the co-contributor to, he wrote the stories of the chicken soup for the soul. We've got Sharon Lecter, who, who took over the uh, Think and Grow Rich series. She was also the CEO and the co-founder of the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Those two together have sold over 300 million books. Those are the names you would know from the speaking world. Everybody else are influencers. Every one of them is an influencer. So we've got, um, if you go down the line, my, uh, Tyler Harris, who you guys are going to meet in uh, next weekend. Tyler's coming. Sean Whalen is going to be there. Um, gosh, Neva Lee Rekla, this eight-year-old phenom who's been just blowing up in the entrepreneur space. Uh, I mean, this uh, Katan, my, my buddy Steve, like there's just so many amazing people that are coming to this thing to speak. Dom Fawcett, um, Entrepreneur Magazine's a sponsor, um, as well as we've got Google and Microsoft as backers. And it's just two days of really heavy um, like we get into some really heavy stuff and then we give you the tactics to go do it. And then I throw a killer party on Sunday. That's a pool party. That's pretty notorious. So <laughs> it's, um, and, and it's, it's family, it's family. Uh, we welcome families. So as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, a lot of times, by the way, I don't use entrepreneur in anything anymore. About nine months, I took it out of everything, everything that explained who I was because we're problem solvers. Entrepreneurs yeah. become a buzzword, like a rap video. Um, I don't want to be associated with that. I want to be associated with solving problems and helping. So for us, it's, you get lost, you do your thing and you forget why you're doing it. The remember why you started movement is based on your family and helping others. And the reason you got into this to make a difference, right? That's all why we try to do it. Most of us are not here just to make money. Money's a byproduct of the activity. So we bring half families. Like if you have a wife or a spouse that wants to support, you bring them out, I'll buy their ticket. It's not about money. We're like you. It's like, I don't, you just, I want to break even. I don't want to lose yeah. money on the event. Bring everybody we can to it, open the doors because it's, um, it's really hard to explain what it is, but you don't leave the same way you came. I mean, it's a life change. Anybody you talk to about the event, they just smile ear to ear. Dude, and, we're um, in. Yeah, for anybody that's um, that's coming to the Outlier event, uh, I'll give you free tickets. If you guys want to come now, uh, you guys are, uh, can all be my guest. Um, Ever and Bryce, uh, we talked about this a little bit. They're going to buy your tickets. It's going to be covered if you go to Meltdown Event, meltdownevent.com. Go to tickets. The full lineup is there. You'll see there are hundreds of things going on. We're doing a film screening. The theme is legacy. So it's, uh, it's very creative. It's not just a speaker panel. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the the team is going to cover it. So the expenses will be paid. You just have to get to Arizona. Click on tickets, top right-hand corner. Once you go to tickets, put the code in guest, G-U-E-S-T, guest. We've set up a code. We've got 50 tickets set aside for anybody that's coming to the event. You be our guest. We're promoting this event. You guys come to our event. We'll cover the cost. You just get there. And I promise it's a, uh, it's a live changer and it's not a sales event. I mean, nobody sells. I love it. Dude, yeah. That's huge. Thank you very much. That's, oh, uh, that's amazing. That's we're definitely going to be there. The force of outliers is going to come out to, to support this as well. And it sounds like it's going to be an amazing event. We've seen the videos. I've talked to people that have been there. So uh, no doubt that we're going to be there. We're going to be supporting uh, and we are looking forward to, to know all of your people out there as well. Uh, anyway, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Bryce, Colby, this has been great. I appreciate you, you doing this for us. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Those right, of guys. you that are listening, watching live, uh, connect with Colby. Right, We're going to have links to, to his event as well. Um, register right away. Uh, those that are watching, uh, come to our event. And then we're going to have links to, to Colby's event as well. Anyway, and You can find me on any social media platform at I'm Colby K. I am, or is it like I'm K-O-L-B-Y-K-A-Y. And we'll have links on the, the comment section as well. Gentlemen, thank you very cool, much. Fellas. Great to see you, man. Good Bryce, good to see you. I've got your beards back ever. You'll have a beard <laughs> next time I see you. <laughs> we'll try. Later, guys. Thank you, guys.
Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing these. Again, if you found any value out of today's conversation, please like, subscribe, share, put a comment in. We love to kind of hear what you think about things. It's always great to spend time with experts and people that have their heart in a good place. Um, That is definitely absolutely true when you kind of listen to that conversation with everyone with Bryce. They're out there doing some amazing things in the podcast community. You can, uh, if you just hop into Google and type in Outlier Podcast Festival, you can find stuff. All the information that you need there. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes. And as always, thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. We'll talk to you soon.